Psalm 51 To the choir master A psalm of David when Nathan the prophet went to him after he'd gone into Bathsheba. Have mercy on me, O God, according to your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy, blot out my transgressions. Wash me thoroughly from my iniquity and cleanse me from all my sin. For I know my transgressions and my sin is ever before me. Against you, you only, have I sinned and done what is evil in your sight, so that you may be justified in your words and blameless in your judgment. Behold, I was brought forth in iniquity, and in sin did my mother conceive me. Behold, you delight in truth in the inward being, and you teach me wisdom in the secret heart. Purge me with hyssop, and I shall be clean. Wash me, and I shall be whiter than snow. Let me hear joy and gladness. Let the bones that you have broken rejoice. Hide your face from my sins and blot out all my iniquities. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore to me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. Then I will teach transgressors your ways, and sinners will return to you. Deliver me from blood guiltiness, O God, O God of my salvation, and my tongue will sing aloud of your righteousness. O Lord, open my lips, and my mouth will declare your praise. For you will not delight in sacrifice, or I would give it. You will not be pleased with a burnt offering. The sacrifices of God are a broken spirit. A broken and contrite heart, O God, you will not despise. Do good to Zion in your good pleasure. Build up the walls of Jerusalem. Then you will delight in right sacrifices and burnt offerings and whole burnt offerings. Then bulls will be offered on your altar. Amen. David has written many of the Psalms that we've looked at so far. And in them, we find a man who truly loves God and wants to please him. In one place, the scriptures refer to him as a man after God's own heart. Yet here we have in Psalm 51, a plea for forgiveness of mercy like no other. When we read the historical narratives of David's life as found in the biblical books of Samuel, we we find out that he was anything but perfect. He at one point loses himself in a whirlpool of sin by committing adultery with a wife of a loyal commander of his troops. When she is found to be pregnant, he schemes and schemes to cover up his shame, but every attempt fails. Eventually, he plots to carry out the murder of his commander. He believes he has avoided the scandal of anyone knowing, but there is one thing. God sees it all. And so, to this king... God sends a prophet, the prophet Nathan, who exposes the sin for all to see. What does David do then? Something extraordinary. He repents. Psalm 51 is his prayer of repentance. Now today it seems we have within and outside the church a lot of misunderstanding about repentance. We've been exposed to the overdramatic, the superficial, and the emotional idea of conversion so that we have lost track to how substantial 
true repentance is. Repentance, by definition, is a reversal of one's direction in life. It is a 180-degree turn in what you live for. Repentance is more than an emotional moment where you experience something of the transcendent, though it can be that. It is a basic change of life, always. That is what Psalm 51 describes and what it demonstrates. When David repented of what he had done, he not only sought to be forgiven, but to change the direction he was going in his life. The sin with Bathsheba and the murder of her husband was more than a momentary slip. It signified the beginning of a downward spiral away from God. It was this that caused David to repent, to humble himself before God and seek his forgiveness seek healing for his soul. When he prays, he shows us the reality of what true repentance is like and how faithful God is to forgive our sin. First, David shows us that repentance is based on God's grace and nothing what we can do. Have mercy on me, O God, he says. Have mercy on me. According to what? Your steadfast love. According to your abundant mercy. Blot out my transgressions. You see, it is God's divine nature to love us, to show us mercy. And this is what David looks to when he needs forgiveness. It is God's doing. And before his sin, David is without resource if God does not give to him his grace. Only God can make him clean. Only the Almighty can heal him from what he had done and brought upon himself. Second, our sin ultimately is against God and Him alone. This does not mean that we can't hurt others by our selfish acts. We often do. But that when it is all added up at the end of the day, our selfishness is a rebellion against God, first and foremost. We are His creation. And when we act selfishly, we are asserting our will over and against His This is always the case with sin. We may need the forgiveness of our fellow humans in this life, and that may be forthcoming or not. However, we always need his forgiveness, and it can be depended on for those who are repentant. So only God can make us right. Only God can declare us right. Only God can give grace to our repentance and accept our humbleness of heart and take us back to himself. Only God And when God forgives, you become clean and whole relationally to him. What he declares, no one can change. David says, wash me and I shall be whiter than snow. Personally, Psalm 51 is a part of my praying. I repeat these words every day because I think they cultivate in my prayers a humility that acknowledges a need for a repentant heart every day. Out loud, daily, I pray this. Create in me a clean heart, O God, and renew a right spirit within me. Cast me not away from your presence. Take not your Holy Spirit from me. Restore unto me the joy of your salvation and uphold me with a willing spirit. This was my prayer. I think David would would say to you, why not make it yours? Let's pray. Most holy God, you see our sin for what it is, and you know how it harms us, how it may kill us. 
we come to you this moment knowing our sin is offensive and we seek your forgiveness. Without your mercy, O Lord, we have nothing, for we do not have you. But in your forgiveness, you give your very self to us. And in that, we rejoice. In that, we take comfort. In that, we have peace. Let your redemption and forgiveness reign forever in our lives. And let your Holy Spirit be continually with us. Let not a moment of our lives be without your presence. In Jesus' name do we pray. Amen and amen. Amen.